0: Are you hanging ten or are you hanging like six? Uh we'll go
1: like mm, eight point one three. Hmm. Eight point one
0: three. Intriguing.
1: Like yeah, it just felt right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say eight, but I was like, that doesn't feel right. And then I just started saying more words, and it just came out. And I feel like it's got to be right then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Are you, how are you hanging?
0: I would say that I'm actually hanging at like a, a nine.
1: Wowza.
0: Yeah. I uh, So I didn't do everything I wanted to do today in that I was technically supposed to do a little running. I didn't. I just kind of went for a few walks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. But work was wonderful because I had no meetings today. Ooh, I and I just, that was like, exciting for you. Oftentimes, if I don't have meetings, I honestly working from home just don't get a lot done. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I just felt kind of motivated. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because it was a Monday, and Mondays are actually typically like good days. Like I kind of have stuff set up to try and encourage me to make a good start to my week. mm Hmm. And uh, I just, for the first time, I, I've, I've been the only person to be reviewing a whole bunch of slides for some of our math stuff. And that's been just like a, a consistent thing. I always have some to do. It's just like always sitting there waiting for me when I have time. And that's annoying. So I finished everything that was assigned to me there this morning. And that was good. And I set up some testing for a developer. And that went pretty well and yeah i just got like a good amount of stuff done like just had kind of a consistent flow of stuff to do for most of the day and it just kind of breezed on by it was great
1: nice yeah got a good flow
0: i did and i had my good good tasty ramen for lunch
1: nice with your good flow when are you gonna drop your mixtape
0: mm, i don't know i was actually uh I got, I distracted myself after work, but I had every intention of making good on my joke of doing remixes of commercial jingles. Oh, no. I had every plan to like have one ready because I just sort of like, I, 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 uh, (laughs) because I've, I've had a little setup of like a tiny MIDI keyboard that I can plug into Mm -hmm. my iPad and use GarageBand to do some stuff. Um, And so I was able to figure out by ear because it's obviously it's not very hard to the Cars for Kids jingle Mm -hmm. because I think it's like five notes, maybe four. It's four notes. Uh, (laughs) uh, So uh, I I did that and then I was like, oh, this is really easy to remix because it's so few notes and like the chord structure is so simple. It's super easy to just make it like a a sad song, (laughs)
2: like
0: a slow sad song in a minor key. It works perfectly. And I figured that out during lunch. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do this after lunch. And then one thing led to another and I never got around to actually doing it. So maybe I'll remember for next time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'll look forward to it.
0: Mm -hmm. I actually don't know what your question actually was or if I answered it. (laughs) I just kind of had that in my head. (laughs) Do you remember what your initial question or comment was that prompted me to say all that?
1: Well were you were you hanging ten and you said you were hanging nine? Yeah. Which was like a almost a one up over me. Uh huh. So I was just expecting like a real great day. And it sounded like you had a good day, like a productive day, which is a good yeah, day. Yeah,
0: I'd say fairly right? so. I uh the one thing that knocks it down, two things that knock it down from a ten. Uh because not not doing the exercise, I still went for walks. Like that's not actually knocking it down from a ten to a nine. You know, uh, so the two things are one, one, I forgot about something at work and I was mm. just kind of, my weekly routine is kind of going through, uh, the projects assigned to me and on Monday morning and just kind of making sure that everything's in order. And I did not do a sufficient job of that last Monday, causing me to forget about something that technically should have been ready this Monday. I didn't catch it until this morning and there's not much I can do about it. Like, it's not, it's not a huge deal. It's like we released a new puzzle uh, on one of our platforms every month, mm. and I'm technically in charge of just kind of organizing that and making sure it happens, but the other person who kind of helps coordinate it a little bit also just kind of forgot, because he's busy with other stuff, and I forgot about it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, it's the first Monday of the month, we should be launching a puzzle, but <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just be watching, launching it later this week, which is not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Uh So that was the first thing, and the second thing is that I finished the TV show that I was watching, and it's on a look re- got left on a real cliffhanger, and I have a feeling that given everything going on, it's going to be quite a bit until I get to watch the next season. <laughs> no. Yeah, I actually need to look this up right now because I didn't earlier. Is the show that like
1: already? Or is making the next season, or has it out already, or what? I assume.
0: I, at least I hope so. Um, let's see what the media world is saying. So the the show is The Umbrella Academy, which is on Netflix. Okay. Yes. Okay, so apparently it has not officially been announced. Hmm. But it, it's been, you know, very well regarded like people are liking it mm-hmm. so it seems likely that they will not just say oh sorry we're just not going to do it because similar yeah. to like stuff like the witcher um which is another series that you know i watched the first season and i am you know wanting to watch the second whenever it, it happens to get done um you know there, there's source material that already exists there's lots mm-hmm. of books for The Witcher. The Umbrella Academy started as a uh, comic book series, mm. slash. I don't know if it's technically a comic book series or like would be considered a graphic novel series. Yeah, I don't actually know, but um, yeah. So like, there is source material, there's stuff to work with. I just hope that it continues because it was very good. I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I hate when shows end on a cliffhanger and there's not like already the next season out. Mm -hmm. or i guess i hate when shows end in a way that's not like a satisfying ending and there's not an already like you don't know what the future
0: is (laughs) yeah (laughs) well it actually when i was watching it most of the final episode of the second season feels like a wrap-up or not Mm -hmm. most the end of it like most of the ending you're like okay yeah we're wrapping this up nicely and as i'm watching like oh man this is just the end that kind of sucks I was like there's no way like there's no way that they're just doing that and sure enough it's like you know okay yep huge new big thing to start off the next season with mm-hmm which is how they ended season one as well um okay. so yeah but I, but I think this is a little different i I guess I can I can't get upset with them if only because it probably is following the source material in some way mm-hmm And so when it makes sense to just like tie up a bunch of loose ends and be like, all right, that's that, you know, and then start off the next season with a bank versus if it's like an original series,
1: they can do what they want.
0: Yeah, exactly. And often don't do the correct things. (laughs) So
1: I feel some salt there, but
0: that's okay. Have you ever seen the show Heroes?
1: I have not, but I've had multiple times of thinking about trying to find it and watch it.
0: Okay. So, should uh, I not? No, no. no. So, Heroes is. Cons- I kind of learned this after the fact because I watched it in like. It must have been in like high school or early in yeah. college. Um, and, and, you know, you just kind of come across stuff. And, and I started watching it not knowing everything surrounding it, which was like. It was well regarded as like an amazing first season and even the mm-hmm. second season wasn't bad but then there were two more seasons made and they were both considered just hot garbage <laughs> and i don't have like you know i don't have like a high critical mind if i if i get into a show it's pretty hard for me to stop watching it
1: yeah and
0: sure. even i stopped watching it either in the third or fourth season oh, wow yeah but i think like the heroes and the umbrella academy are pretty similar And the kind of conceit of the show Mm
2: -hmm. in
0: in a world building sense in like people have superpowers, but not everyone has superpowers. And the people who have superpowers have to sort of figure it out. They're not normal superpowers or a lot of them aren't like normal superpowers that are just kind of be obvious as superpowers right away.
1: Mm hmm. They're not like Superman superpowers.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's not some weird incident that causes them necessarily. Yeah, uh, but Heroes, I think, kind of doesn't do as much as they could to kind of build up the world. Versus the uh, like, like the Heroes, like kind of hints at this bigger thing, but doesn't. I don't think delivers on it that well. Versus the Umbrella Academy, at least so far, kind of hints a little bit at some bigger stuff, but for the most part, just makes a conscious decision over and over again to kind of ignore it. Mm-hmm. it. And not in a way that's bad, but just in a way that doesn't, you know, you don't have to worry about as much in the mm-hmm. show. you just It's kind of like, here's the weird world that we're living in. Like I was, I was watching with Aaron and I, I felt the need to point out how like it's taking place in 2019, at least season one is, and you're watching it and it doesn't take too long to realize that Nobody has a computer. Nobody has a cell phone. Mm. And there's no there's no like reason, clear reason for it. You know, like you kind of get trained into some of this stuff. But like, yeah, people are like they're using payphones. They're just using fo- like landline phones, and no one is using a computer for pretty much anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just sort of is what it is, and you don't really think about it. Hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem weird necessarily. Like because there's nothing that. It's not like the bat, like a bad movie where everything can be solved if they just have cell phones and they just kind of make a decision like, oh, we're just going to have this exist in 2019 except 2003. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not that. Nothing could really be solved by a cell phone in this show. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't find it worth it to avoid product placement or something. Beats me. <laughs> or maybe there's yeah. some bigger reason that they haven't revealed yet. Like it's some weird alternative future, which is possible. I don't actually know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that show ended. That was the other thing that brought my day down, just a little bit of like, oh man. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. What 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 brought your day up what brought your day down?
1: I don't know. My, I don't, uh, sorry. I was just like listening to your stories and wasn't thinking ahead. Um uh what went bright uh, words. Okay. Well, that one just brought my day down a little bit, not being able to able the words there for a sec. Um. But I don't know. Like, I got up early this morning and like had a good cup of tea and wrote myself a to do list and got all of it but one thing done before I had to go into work. So that was nice. Nice. Um.
0: I feel like I've never. I probably have asked this, but I don't remember the answer. What kind of tea do you drink?
1: Uh, This morning, it was like a, like a chai tea type thing. I have plenty of different types of tea, but this morning, it was just like a... I just want like a glass of tea to drink something warm because it was kind of chilly
2: mm-hmm.
1: morning type tea. Um, yeah, so my morning was pretty good and work was like fine. There wasn't any like... Major disasters or anything, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and like now I'm here talking to you, so that's brought my day up a bit. All right. Assuming
0: see how fast we can bring that back down. I was
1: going to say assuming this episode <laughs> doesn't turn into a let's crap on Grant episode, but hopefully not. But, but you never know. It's it's Mark's show over here, guys. If we don't remember yeah. that, so like, he'll do what he wants. Uh. But yeah, I don't know. My day is kind of my day, huh? Mm -hmm. ordered some glasses online first time ever doing that yeah did you use like one of
0: the like a sponsor Warby parker kind of thing or just some other like to costco or whatever
1: uh just some like online glasses place Mm -hmm. it was just because like they're real cheap and i'm like i want to see what these are like because i've heard great things and i had a couple coworkers recommend me this a website and so i was like i'll just try it because they're cheap
0: it could be our first sponsor
1: they're not gonna be. We're not they gonna. Could, they could we're gonna, be. We're not gonna drop names like that, Mark. Yeah, well, you can. And, That's fine until they're giving us money. No, we, it's fine. That's um, not... <laughs> but I'm gonna go get like real glasses from like a, not real glasses, but like I'll get a different pair of glasses as well mm-hmm. from like a place where I can try them on first. Mm-hmm. I was just like curious to see what it's like, and it wasn't that much money, and I was like, you know what, it's worth the experiment, mm-hmm. and like. It allowed me to buy a like style and stuff of glasses that I would never purchase myself after trying them on. Sure. And so, like, it's a way to kind of push myself out of my like style comfort zone too. Cool. Of like, I've got these now. I feel obligated to wear them at some point. Hmm. <laughs> so hopefully, I will. We'll see.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, uh, part of that reminds me that. I went and finally got the battery in one of my watches replaced.
1: Oh, yeah? Wait, I feel like you mentioned this long ago.
0: I'm sure I did. Yeah, my my Slow watch, Slow is the brand, it's a 24-hour watch that I like very much. It was my first kind of actually fancy watch that I bought in college. Mm -hmm. And some time ago, the battery died, and I just sort of kept putting off going and just dealing with it, because I didn't know where to go around here immediately mm-hmm. and i also had no clue how expensive it might be mm. so i just kind of kept putting it off and finally i was like you know what i really like this watch it was just kind of came into my head of like i'm just gonna go do this and i looked mm-hmm. up some place and sure enough like you know five minutes from here is just some place called the watch lady and <laughs> i was like all right that seems reasonable uh, had good reviews i walk in and I just say, hey, I'm looking to get the battery replaced in this. And the guy at the counter says, yeah, sure. Just give me a couple of minutes. And like five minutes later, he hands me back the watch and says, that'll be $10. Yeah. I like, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, $10 later, $10, five minutes later, and I have a working watch and it's great. Yeah. Yep. The guy was very confused by it, which was kind of funny. He was like, do you know how to set this? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's just a 24 hour watch because <laughs> i think you know because he actually yeah. knows watches and stuff the whole thing with this um brand that they like yeah. to say is you know they they don't want it just to just be like a like they want it to be precise you know or, or accurate mm-hmm. i guess but not precise in a certain sense yeah you know like it, if it's reading 1224 you can't really tell that it's 1224 versus 1223 or whatever but like mm-hmm it should be at 1224. And so they use like a full, you know, however many piece, five piece, whatever movement, a Swiss made movement Mm -hmm. that has everything you technically need to do a whole full mechanic, you know, proper watch situation, except they just only give it the hour hand (laughs) and set Mm -hmm. it so that it goes around once every 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And he was thrown off by that. Wow. Yeah. So I'm very happy that I have it. Uh, I still like having my kind of Garmin fitness tracker watch dealio on like a day-to-day thing because it bugs me to get up and move and I'm just kind of used now to being able to track my steps, but I mm-hmm. went up to San Francisco again this weekend and was like, you know what? I'm just going to bring my nice watch and not bring the the Garmin. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a nice little, nice little change of pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So, so you'd say the Garmin's kind of like your daily driver type watch?
0: For sure. I mean, it's it's lighter and more comfortable anyway. And again, like it tracks my steps. Uh, it's it's like a round one, so it doesn't look super dumb in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a typical functional watch, and I have like a an analog watch face on it. Um, so even in that sense, it's it's useful because it has a second hand, so I can do short little timer things with it. Mm-hmm. um so like yeah day to day it's I- i've grown used to the functionality of it obviously mm-hmm. I-, I wore the slow watch for like a couple of years or so as my only watch and i got used to that as well but i think like i just kind of want to treat it as a like not necessarily special occasion but just uh i don't want to be tied to the time necessarily and it's very good for that because you can only mm-hmm. kind of get an approximate time and that's yeah. all it's really meant to do so i'm not sitting there looking at my watch all the time just kind of out of habit it's just kind of a thing that's there that looks nice mm-hmm. all right shall we sure. do you think we've given you given enough buffer for whichever comic the gods chose for you
1: we'll see we'll see the, the pseudo random gods, gods. <laughs> what the gods hath have for They're us so tiny yeah, you might not zoom in.
0: Grant has brought us Red and Rover by Brian Bassett. And we have I'm assuming Rover's a dog hopping in the snow um, making big kind of divots in the snow as he hops from one spot to the next in some fresh snow and Red wearing a red jacket and a scarf and a Uh, lovely University of Minnesota colored hat uh, is trudging through the snow with a sign that says new year and red plunges the sign down into the snow and announces to rover who is now at his side from this side you look toward the future and the endless positive possibilities for the next 12 months and then they both walk around to the other side of the sign. And red says, Yet the perspective from this side looking back is entirely different. And we see that the back of the sign in a different uh, color says last year, except last year is upside down. And a, a rover kind of think speaks. It looks all quonky. And red says, I've had better years. Come on, I'll race you this way. Uh, is this a new comic? 2008.
1: No, a new comic for us.
0: Oh, Red and I don't I we've almost definitely had a Red and Rover. Oh, shoot. All oh, this is pointless now.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um
0: it's definitely been a while, but fairly confident we've had it like i know this i know this comic exists you know
1: (laughs) okay that's fine Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) was that your entire basis for this (laughs) i was hoping that we hadn't had it before
1: no it actually wasn't um (laughs) i'm just trying to remember how to pronounce the word from the comic how you just did uh Quonky? quonky yes
0: exactly how it's spelled
1: okay mark English is a weird language. You can't say that, especially with that word.
0: I can always say it because either it's true or it's really funny. Because
1: <laughs> it's either quonky or Nonky, which is how I pronounced it when
0: I first read it. There's a W.
1: It, it works.
0: There's... What? Are you saying that there's a silent W? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: In what words is there a silent W like that?
1: <laughs> um, mm, mm, I'll find one. Just give me a couple <laughs> minutes. Edit this out. Um, no,
0: I'm not going to wait for you. Tell me what you're going to talk about. bad that my
1: first thought was whale, <laughs> which doesn't have a silent W. No. Um, Actually, wait.
0: Are you now searching if whale is pronounced with a silent W? (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) I'm just curious about how like phonetics work, and I don't understand them. So, okay. Wait, oh, that's how you would write it. Okay. Anyway, that's not important. But, so, knonky is not a word, right? I had a brief fear that quonky is a word, but I don't think it
0: is. Um, uh, I don't think so. I, I would you typically use the word wonky.
1: Well, wonky is not. And mm-hmm. I thought it was quite a good word, even when I was pronouncing it wrong in my head. With the silent W. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark, I was just curious. Do you have any fake words that you wish were real words? Or like... How do you feel about fake words and the possibility of them being real words?
0: I hate to break this to you, Grant, but I know you,
1: we've talked you, about this. Okay. <laughs> the universe chose this comic, Mark. I did not.
0: The, the universe did not choose what your starting point would have to be, though.
1: <laughs> what do you want me to? Okay, so Mark, are you, you consciously to know snow that we already talked
0: about California? This? If you already know that we talked about this.
1: I didn't so, know until after the universe chose it, and I was thinking about it. Oh my
0: God. Um, I actually did already, uh, I, I just booked my flight home for Christmas, which was in its own right an interesting decision of whether to fly or drive. Yeah? Yeah. And what ultimately tipped the scales is that I canceled so many flights this summer that it's bas- that it's literally free in a certain sense that i Mm -hmm. don't have to spend any new money to fly home yeah um and the idea of needing to drive back in very uncertain weather halfway across the country um and deal with all that and spend way more money to be able to do so Mm -hmm. i was not super enthusiastic about it so i'm just gonna you know, I have very mixed feelings. I'm just kind of hoping that I kind of luck out and there's not a lot of people on the plane and I just kind of end up okay. hmm So, yeah. But I am actually looking forward to snow when I get back.
2: Yeah? Yeah.
0: The only the, the main downside of coming home for Christmas is that I have to pack up uh, the very small amount of warm clothes that I have here and then count on all the stuff that I've left in Minnesota. But I don't know how long I can keep doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing jeans, Grant.
1: Why not? What do you want to wear? Shorts. Oh, my God. You're such a hippie. And this is coming it's from like a me. Wearing, it's like I'm wearing who, board
0: shorts or something.
1: <laughs> who, like, two weeks ago, somebody walked into the office for the first time in months, saw me, and said, what are you doing here, you dirty hippie? And you sound like a dirty hippie right now.
0: Uh, i guess i did talk about hanging 10 earlier
1: yeah you did you sound like a dirty hippie more and more these
0: days i don't think hippies are known for their surfing i think there's a difference between like a surfer bro and a hippie
1: it doesn't matter you sound like a dirty hippie i am the final authority on all things this
0: okay i'll make sure to give you your koopa shell necklace for Christmas.
1: Oh, please don't. Just don't buy me anything if that's you're going to waste your money on, or your time making it yourself. That'd be more the dirty, hippie thing to do.
0: <sighs> um, fake words. I, like I, I like fake words.
1: No, it's fine. We're not going to talk about fake words, because we're not. But yeah, are you are you a fan of scarves, Mark?
0: Mark, <laughs> I am not a scarf person. Why not? I just don't like them. Seem like a hassle.
1: What a why?
0: Because <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff. It's a lot of extraneous stuff, just kind of around you. Well, I've just never enjoyed them. Like they don't seem to do the job that I'd like them to do as effectively as other things that I can purchase. So, I mean, in college, when which was the First time since being a little kid that I needed, you know, proper winter gear. Because in high school, mm-hmm. like, I'm just yeah. going from the bus to school, like, it never mattered, ever. So in college, I purchased, like, a, I don't know what you'd call it, but it was um, a sort of face mask of sorts, but it only went up to my nose. So it kind of covered the bottom half of my face and then go down and cover my neck. Mm-hmm. And it left like you know a little like kind of covered my nose but still left the nostrils open for breathing.
1: Yeah. Like a face Um, gator.
0: Yeah. Something like that. So that was a wonderful wonderful purchase and I love it and I still have it in Minnesota. And it's significantly better than a scarf in every single way except that it makes you look a little creepier. Uh, But that never really bothered me. But it always got the job done. But yeah I mean like I don't mind the look of scarves. Like, I understand the appeal for pe- for people, you know. But it's just never been something that's, like, appealed to me. Mm-hmm. I want to be streamlined.
1: Okay. But, and, in- okay.
0: And I don't need, like, a tool to, you know, poorly strangle someone with. So. Mm-hmm.
1: interesting. Yeah. So the versatility of a scarf is useless to you
0: i mean i don't think they're really that versatile but no (laughs) i've never found myself in a situation and been like boy do i wish i had a scarf Mm -hmm. because because for me it's like the only time i ever need something that can cover my neck is in like the coldest of cold times
1: okay so you either want all or nothing
0: Oh, yeah, like most of the time my just a jacket and like maybe like the sweatshirt that I'm wearing underneath it got the job done for a lot of college. It was only like the longest walks and the worst days that I would don my face mask Mm -hmm. um, and truck into campus that way. Okay. Yeah, it it didn't matter. Otherwise, either I was going it's yeah, it's like a weird binary thing, even though obviously temperature is not binary. Uh, My That's
1: what I was going to point out.
0: My body sort of treats it that way.
1: Your brain does. Your body doesn't.
0: Well, I mean, my brain interprets what my body feels as a binary thing of like, oh, it is like uh, it's either shorts weather or it isn't. And there is some arbitrary dividing line (laughs) that uh, changes day by day as to what that means. Mm -hmm. And just so happens that every single day in San Diego is shorts weather. Doesn't matter if it's 35 degrees when I wake up. I'm in San Diego, and it will get up to sixty degrees, and therefore, it's short weather. short weather. Mm-hmm. I try and dress for the optimum amount of comfort throughout the duration of the day. Mm-hmm. So, if I know that I'm only going to have a short walk, and it's not that cold, and it'll get warmer later, and to the point—actually, uh, the face mask. Face mask is actually that doesn't quite count because that's a removable accessory. But it but it's way smaller than a scarf. Scarves are so big. They're big okay. and unwieldy. And I and i need a place to put it. Versus the face mask thing, it like folds up very, very small and neat, and I can just toss it in any pocket on my person and it's gone until I need it again. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. But, like, I don't judge people who use scarves. Scarves are a perfectly fine mm-hmm. thing for people who like them. Like, I kind of... Like, I understand the, like, general coziness of them and the job that they do, mm-hmm. both in terms of thick winter scarves and more kind of colorful fall scarves that women often wear.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, because it feels like you're kind of on a roll. But I have another question for you, Mark, that just mm-hmm. this got me thinking about. When you're communicating with your friends about something and they hold a different opinion than you and you hear their reasoning for why they hold their opinion and you see the reasoning is totally logical but it's fundamentally flawed and just like that they're poorly informed about the thing they're talking about how do you tend to approach those sorts of situations completely unrelated to what we're talking about right now it's but
0: <laughs> well obviously i'd verbally berate them until they're in tears
1: <laughs> oh okay Uh, Do you have any backups? Because I feel like I'm not going to have an easy time putting you in tears. (laughs) Uh. Sorry, that was both my snarky way to insult you and my way to, I don't know.
0: You don't need to explain what the point of that question was. (laughs) I think we all got it. (laughs) No, there was a
1: backup point and it was something that it got me thinking about. Like I thought about okay, I'll admit I thought about it first. Like, how can I insult Mark? And then I started thinking about the question. I was like, actually, this is an interesting question to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like Mark has ideas about it. Yeah, just because I assume you have ideas about things that I think are more. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the
0: people-y. I think the uh, key thing is knowing your audience mm-hmm. and the state that they're in. Right. Depending yeah. on the on the type of discussion and the person that you're with. Uh, drilling down to some sort of, to what you see as the source of whatever is either useful or entirely pointless. Mm. right and, and also sometimes it may be that what you see as a changeable source is actually not a fundamental misunderstanding or lack of information but a rejection of something. And I'm and I not actually... I'm not trying to poke back at you at scarves. I have no idea what you're trying to get at with the fundamental uh, lack of information or whatever. <laughs> but, but in this case, I'm talking more about like political stances. Like stances oh, on like okay. an actual idea mm-hmm. as opposed to an object. But it can still apply to objects of like you can you could make some point about something to someone. Uh, and you're like, no, like you're misunderstanding this point. And they could say with complete certainty um no i understand that point but i just disagree with that i disagree with your conclusion like to in a sense it feels like we're using the same bits of logic and getting to different conclusions and sometimes that's just a thing that happens as frustrating as it is Hmm. you know so um but yeah please tell me about what i don't know about scarves well i don't really want to do that okay. but um yeah so uh in actually talking to someone about something like like, it's like a weird fundamental disagreement i think yeah the biggest thing is like to try and get to a point where you are very like like you want you want to be in the proper mindset as well which is you want to understand where this person is coming from and and you don't want to like like this is a hard thing like you you don't want to be like acting you need to like fully engage in i want to understand where this person is coming from and not to the end of trying to persuade them some other way Mm -hmm. but to like gather more information about this person and what they think and what they know um because everyone's you know gathered up a whole bunch of information from different places and you don't even and you're not privy to everything that caused someone to believe something right hmm so in our toy scarf example you know you may have guessed but may not actually know that i've probably I, I, to my knowledge i've never worn a scarf everything that i that i have said mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. based on just kind of looking at them and just kind of being like meh this face mask does such a good job that i can't even imagine a scarf doing any better and things that are scarf adjacent i have found to be very constricting at times in my life, mm-hmm. and so I just don't like that idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like I don't know everything that you know about scarves and your background and why you would think that a scarf would be it, depending on what we're arguing about, which is not the validity of scarves because I believe they're valid, but maybe whether the scarf is better or worse for some things than the little you know cold face mask thing that I have, mm-hmm. right? Um. Hmm. And so it's it you have to kind of come from a lot of these things from a point of understanding, not from a point of debate, yeah, I'm not saying i'm I'm not saying I'm always great at that. I'm often very bad at it, but um you at least have to aim for that ideal and hope that your friends are doing the same unless you want a very combative relationship like you and I and in that case, you can just throw all that out the window,
2: yeah, yeah. It's-
1: Okay. <laughs> it, no, your your answer and explanation just brought up like another follow up question for me, but I feel like I don't want to make too much editing work for you.
0: It's not. It's fine.
1: Don't worry about it. So, like, say in we'll we'll just say our scarf example. So, say I am an expert on scarf. Say I am a scarf designer. Like I know, I have You're studied in wind tunnels. <laughs> Like, I, I've studied scarves professionally, and, like, it's the shit that I... Damn, dang it! I was trying to avoid swearing, I'm sorry. It's the stuff that I do. Um, and I'm talking to you who had to... No, to a person who hates scarves but has never worn one. How... Like, how do you... I I don't know. My question's done. I was going to say, like, how do you approach that sort of, like, communicating with someone who has strong opinions based on factual decisions when their facts are in- ill-informed? Like, they say a scarf is not as warm or as bulkier or whatever, but yet they ha- have never had the experience that as an expert in the field, you know, none of the things they just said were necessarily true
0: yeah i think that that's it's still a similar thing of like or it's, it's not so what i'm thinking to... is the the framing of the conversation like sort of has to be agreed upon like i don't know if you yeah this sort of reminds me of conversations i'd have with certain camp counselors where you'd have to i i learned then to uh, be forward in framing conversations around things like do you want advice or do you want to vent Mm -hmm. right yeah so a conversation a contentious conversation about scarves would have to be framed in a similar way of you know are you willing to learn about scarves or are you just sort of establishing your love of these face masks and using scarves as a you know framing tool Mm -hmm. or whatever you know you have to kind of establish i think right away um what it is the point of the whole thing is Mm -hmm. and then if both parties agree oh yes we we are willing to learn about scarves you know and and oh look we have just the person to tell us about scarves Mm. then you can proceed okay but it's not it's never useful to like volunteer stuff um if people are not willing to accept it.
1: Oh. Hmm. Okay.
0: At least that is, has that largely been my experience. And I think that's the sort of things of like, again, to extrapolate to a much broader point of, um, stereotypically often rural Republicans <laughs> often are upset with, urban democrats because the urban democrats want to claim that they always know more or better because of schooling whatever you know whatever reason mm-hmm. and they want to establish and volunteer all of this stuff for other people mm-hmm. at, at least that is as the as, as the stereotype goes and i think that that's totally fair because what you know for example what kid ever wants the parents to just like you know tell them that they know better Always, mm-hmm. when as a kid, you feel very strongly that no, your parents are dumb and they don't remember what it's like to be a kid, or whatever the complaint is,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and obviously that's hard because kids lack the ability yeah. um, to uh, really reason at that level. But you are not helping yourself if you don't work towards that more core goal of framing conversations correctly before starting them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So okay. Do you, final question here, I promise, do you ever use the tactic of rather than framing the conversation or choosing to volunteer information towards the conversation to advance the points that you think should be made, do you ever try the questions tactic of asking questions that end up, I don't want to say forcing the other person, but Eventually, leading the other person to come to the conclusions on their own that you wanted to bring up towards them.
0: In the theory, that's not like a bad idea, but I still feel like you need to establish a framing. Otherwise, people can very quickly come up with the fact that you're like like I think that can come off as like very patronizing, if not done tactfully. And I think yeah, that if not done some in like people, a such as my, yeah, and some people, such as myself. Have long struggled with that. Like I'm, okay. I'm not good at that approach because I'm not always good at like sounding as genuine in that questioning tactic as I as I feel. Okay, you know, uh, uh, Aaron has often pointed out, and this was worse in college. I've I've tried to get a lot better of dropping into teacher voice. Uh, is what she says oh my gosh which which is also not good because as someone who you know teaches occasionally i don't want to be a teacher voice person while teaching either because that's not helpful Uh. (laughs) to my kids um so that's something that i've tried to work on really well Is like being a consistent person who like it's very clear that i'm being genuine um and not trying to be patronizing or ask leading questions in an obnoxious way Mm -hmm. But that's more like a, that's why that thing doesn't always work for me just because of my like disposition that I've tried to grow out of. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Is it that time of the evening?
0: I think it is. And I think you can just kind of read this comic and you'll find out that as you read it, we can probably just end the podcast, but I'll let you read it first.
1: uh, Okay. So we have a haircut practice by Adam Coford. So, in the in this comic, we've got a little girl and a little boy standing, speaking to each other on, like, a field of some sort. And the little girl says, It's not fair that songwriters can just let a song fade out if they want to be done writing it. Have you ever heard of anything so lazy? I mean, come on. Hey! Hey! Well, what are you doing? Are you slowly backing away from me? The boy responds back, Now, quite far away from the little girl. I'm simulating a fade out on this conversation.
2: That was excellent.